Hello and welcome to another episode of the True Growth Podcast. And this episode, we're going to be joined by my scholar, Kat Ashley, who is the owner of the Purbeck Whole Foods store down in Wareham on the sunny south coast of Dorset in the UK. And Kat has been working with me now this is for three months. And each month we come on to the show to share with you some live coaching. And uh, Kat gets a chance to explain about what's been happening for her over the month, how her business and her life is being transformed by our work together. This is really a fantastic of Kat to share her experience with you for everyone's growth and learning. Although she's talking about her specific business, I know there are principles which you could apply to your own life and learning, as well as some strategies which might just help to boost your business performance. Because during the sessions, although we are following um, a 12-step true growth framework, as I call it, um, we really do zone in on three fundamental areas of your business and life, and those are your relationships as well as the organisation or the strategy that you have for your business growth and performance. And of course, that is all based on sound finance, because ultimately we want to get paid our worth and be remunerated for the efforts that we put into our business, as well as creating a legacy for our future wealth. So without further ado, I'm going to get Kat. Um, She's over in the Zoom room, so I'm going to go and grab her. And uh, we will start to share with you this month's episode of the True Growth Podcast. And let's look at business performance. Welcome to the True Growth Podcast with me, Viv Allen, success coach and trusted counsellor. Each week, I'm sharing with you the best of the tools, tips, and techniques I have learned in over 10 years of professional and personal development, designed to empower you to take courageous action in your business and in your life, so you can free up more time and earn more money. It is my mission to lead you towards your inevitable success on your terms, so you can live a more joy-filled life by connecting what's in your head with what's in your heart. If you're ready to live your life with more ease and fun, doing what you love with who you love, then this show is for you. Hi, Kat. How are you? Hello. Yes, good. Thank you. How are you? (laughs) I'm really good. Thank you. And let me tell me what's going on. What's been happening? How was the weekend? Um, the weekend was long, <laughs> early, but it was wonderful. Thank you. Um, we made it to the market for the first time, largely, down, largely down to you. <laughs> but yeah, we started. And to be honest, we, we started on a day that if the tide got much higher, I'd have needed wheelies. <laughs> wow. Um, so not only were it at the market, there was nearly ducks swimming around the van. <laughs> Amazing. I just, for everyone who's listening who doesn't know where a market, it's held right down there on the quay next to a tidal river. And it's a beautiful, quaint English setting. And um, it sounds like you had spring tides then. And uh, the water was breaching the, the barriers, was it? Oh, yes. Well, well over the edge of the quay. <laughs> so, yes, which was keeping everybody entertained. 
So how was it? How tell tell everyone about the you know why have you gone to market? What was that about? Why what's what's the idea behind it? What are you hoping to gain? And what did you gain? Oh, a lot. <laughs> um, we've we've gone to the market uh, because we have a very small shop. It's a very lovely traditional shop, but it is not in the slightest bit COVID friendly at all. So how do you increase business and footfall when you can only let a maximum of two people in the shop at any one time? Mm-hmm. Um, so Wareham Market is quite well established as a very foodie market and seems to be going more and more that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's plenty of people that go into town. Um, that end of town down by the river is much busier each week. Um, so we've gone down there with a selection uh, of stock that we have um, so people can browse properly for the first time in ages. Hopefully we can meet all sorts of people that still, believe it or not, don't know we're in Wareham and meet lots of lovely new people, see people that we haven't necessarily seen since the start of COVID and the first lockdown that just haven't made it back to us. Um, and realistically confused lots of other regulars who sort of did a double take and went, oh my goodness, what are you doing there? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that exciting? What I love there, Kat, is how you've touched on the importance of business visibility. That despite the fact that your shop has been in the same location since the 1970s, of course, people change. They come and go through towns, although, you know, there are a very hard established core of locals at five or six generations. But people's memories can be short. You know, let's face it, this day and age, if you, our attention spans are very short. So it's um, important that we're constantly inventing new ways to get in front of our customers, not just to serve them, but also to remind them of the service that we offer that's available to them right on their doorstep. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, it, w- it was really encouraging for... For what is essentially a, a complete new startup, for the although it's the same business, um, we saw some old faces, we saw some completely new faces, people that have obviously been to our shop at some point who said, oh, you are going to do the Christmas cake recipes this year, aren't you? It's like, oh, yes. Oh, well, yours was the best I've ever made. And it's the first time I used it last year. Oh, well, we'll definitely be doing those. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's another great uh, opportunity for you, I guess, there in the market is to start taking some forward orders for things just like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we run a customer order service in the shop anyway for things that, you know, if somebody wants to buy a case of something or it's something specific that we don't keep on the shelf, they can always do that. And there's no reason why we can't extend that to the market. So we've, we, I actually took one customer order on Saturday and said to a lady, well, you know, we place the order on a Wednesday, we'll give you a ring with a price and we'll go from there. And she was very happy. Yeah, brilliant. Because I know you said you took a random sort of selection of stock. So I guess this is a process you're going to refine over the coming weeks. But being able to deliver maybe even for a collection at the market when people are going in for their fresh fruit and veg, that you can provide all of their stock items. Yeah, yeah. Um, in fact, the the member of one member of staff I had helping me because we actually the best news is as well. Not only were we at the market, we managed to keep the shop open as oh well. Oh my goodness, that's fantastic! 
Um, so full credit to David, who was working with us. He, for the first time ever, ran the shop all morning single-handedly, as well as coming to help me set up. Um, and I think he quite enjoyed it. He was busy. He had a queue most of the day. Um, he, di he did really, really well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I love the way you exponentially grew your business on one single morning by simply putting yourself in two places at once. <laughs> yeah. So And yeah, I mean, stock, stock wise, it was interesting. People, everybody at work has said to me, oh, you know, what kind of things did you sell? And the honest answer is short of pulses, which, we've been, oh, yes, I need some lentils. And people, people need red lentils more than anything else. Short of that, we sold a really strange selection of items mm -hmm. um, from lime leaves to CBD hemp milk, um, things that perhaps has, don't, haven't really moved in the shop since earlier this year. Mm. So I mean, we might end up having a completely different selection of items at the market mm -hmm. as to what we would on a regular day in the shop. That's interesting. I love that you're keeping an open mind and, and offering like a range of things while you feel your way about what's going to be, a, you know, like you say, the things that the market attendees want compared to those who regularly come to your shop. Yeah, I, I think it will be quite, I think it will be quite specific and quite different. And we, we've just got to tune into it gradually. Mm -hmm. So you're getting lots of rich data. What are you doing with the data? How are you recording it? How are you going to use this information for, you know, for actually being strategic around the business and the growth? <laughs> That's one of those special Viv questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, at the moment, all of that is stored in my head. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I probably need to do something more useful with it than that <laughs> mm -hmm. even if it's just as simple as keeping a list of things that we sold week in week out so that I can look back and see if there's a pattern mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm guessing you must have some sort of stock control with the stuff you took out of the shop that so, so there must be some way you already have a system in place <laughs> um <laughs> I would like to say, yes, of course we do. Mm -hmm. uh, the one part of the business that hasn't moved forward in the slightest this year is the fact that we have no stock control system. Mm -hmm. Everything is still done by eye mm -hmm. and by brain cell. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and collective sort of, apart from one or two things, it's it's my, it's me that does all the ordering now, whereas it used to be spread across the spectrum. Mm -hmm. so I, we we before COVID and a new the new generation began. I do remember we all had a staff meeting at the beginning of the year, thinking right, okay, we've got to track VAT better. We're going to start to get a stock system, and quite frankly, it's sort of been pushed to the back. Mm -hmm. I think. I think realistically, it might resurface at a similar time next year, purely because of the investment in time and and money from the business to get a proper stock system set up. Yeah, I hear you um, in part. 
(laughs) Here's the thing, though. Very much a big fan of investing time to save time and money. And what you invest now will ultimately save you time and money in the future. Because without an adequate stock control, you know, you are at at risk as a business of things just disappearing off the shelves that, you know, that, that could be better controlled. You're also at risk of not having the things in stock that you need. Um, you know, on all of those sorts of things. So how can you make this easy? This doesn't, you know, it feels like you were thinking it has to be quite a big complex system. Maybe it's a new software package or something like that. But I, I'm pretty, pretty sure there must be a, a much simpler using some of the systems that you've got. But also I know you use that member of staff really effectively to get that VAT work done. Do you remember you were wanting to analyze yes. the VAT yeah. components for some of the stock? So thinking in those terms, how can you make this easy? How can you make this happen, but make it easy? Very good question. Um, unfortunately, said member of staff who was working from home as of next week has been roped back into the shop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I'm sure after the first couple of weeks, she will, she'll be the first one to say, well, all right, I've got stuff to do on a Monday and a couple of other days of the week, but I'm bored. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is usually a sign that you know she wants to get cracking with something she would be one of the ideal candidates out of the team she's very very capable um at working under her own steam give her a project and and she's mm-hmm. more than happy to get her teeth into it mm-hmm. so it might be the first step might be the case of um the three the you know sort of three of us myself her and our accountant having a meeting saying, right, okay, this is going to be the next step. Mm-hmm. Um, how are we going to work it between the three of us? Mm-hmm. For, sure. For sure. Yeah. And um, what sort of timeline are we looking at there then? Uh, I I would say, realistically, I, I need to give her a couple of Mondays back in the shop better because she's been out of the shop for, well, since March. <laughs> Couple of a couple of Mondays, and then possibly in that second week, in in the latter part of that week, we'll we'll try and arrange that first meeting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure, that sounds good. I'm sensing a but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting. <laughs> I'm just wondering if there's anything that might interfere with that, and any any other things that need to be in place to make that more solid or maybe even to, um, you know, almost before she gets involved back in the day-to-day of the shop, you know, while she's in this lovely isolated sort of bubble of, you know, really wanting, because you did so well with that systematic piece of work, whether it's actually before she gets involved with the day-to-day again, that you could perhaps get this piece of work done. I mean, I don't know how long or how big it's going to be because I think, like you say, you need to work out if you're going to do it on some sort of Excel spreadsheet or you can use your till system or however you're going to manage it with yeah. the things you've already got. But there's something lovely, isn't there, Kat, as you've discovered since you started to take your CEO days when you've got yourself away from the shop, that when you're working on a specific piece of work, it's so amazing how quick you can get it done when in your head yeah. it's huge, but actually when you just knuckle down and spend un, uninterrupted, purely focused time, it can be done quite quickly and easily. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's certainly no reason why. <laughs> I know she's bored today. She sent me a message today. <laughs> she must be bored. She was thinking about payslips. 
um, <laughs> there's no reason why I can't give her a ring and see if she's happy to start thinking about that kind of stuff sooner. For sure. So, yeah, perhaps we ought to bring that forward a little. <laughs> and I think what you're really highlighting there is a really important thing for um, people to be aware of. Sometimes when we're busy, we have someone knocking on the door with an opportunity. I'm really, you know, I'm, I'm bored, cat, And you <laughs> are too busy in your own mind to take the opportunity. And that means that things that can make your life a lot easier and simpler just don't happen. And you just stay stuck in that I'm overloaded, yeah. I'm overworked, I'm overwhelmed phase. Yeah. I agree totally. <laughs> You're nodding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And this is why I'm such a big fan about taking time, investing time now to save time and money in the future. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. This is this is why everybody needs a viv. <laughs> okay, Kat. Well, I'm wondering how committed are you then to giving this member of staff a call this afternoon? Oh, 100%, definitely. Grand. That's fantastic. Okay. This is how you get the traction and build momentum in your business to keep driving it forward. As I say, you've captured all this rich data from the weekend. It's like we're recording this on Wednesday. Um, You know, we've got, what, three days before it's a Saturday again, and you'll be back down at the market. And how much more empowered and confident are you going to feel knowing that you're bringing the you know, you've used that learning experience to the fullest so that you can then apply that to this following week. Oh, yeah. I mean, if if anybody could have seen me last Saturday, my colleague, um, bless him, did say I looked like a small child at their first day of school, <laughs> at the first day of the market. And he was dead right. But at least we'd got there. So this Saturday, going to the market, we know more what to expect. All those first day nerves will have gone. Mm-hmm. Um, we already, we've already learned loads from last weekend that we can change and put into action this week. Um, so, yeah, we can go to the market feeling confident that we know what to expect and that, that we can bring something, not our, well, we can bring our, our new A game from last week. Fantastic, <laughs> fantastic. And of course, all of those rich learnings that you got from last week, they're all recorded in a standard operating procedure that you're starting to build for when we go to market, we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. That's right. Great. Because of course, what we want to do is make sure that whenever we bring something new into the business, that how we do it, the process is recorded. Because at any moment, we want someone else to, be able to pick that up and be able to execute that just as if it was you. Yeah. yeah. Because as a business owner, what we're always trying to do is actually make ourselves redundant because what we want to do is the business to support us. Uh, so that's something I'm still working on. <laughs> 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 yeah. I think once we've got once we've got through this week, I think then we can start to have a clear programme of right, A happens, then B, then C. And then at this time, this, this, and this happens. So yeah, it, it could it could work that way. <laughs> Love that. Love that. <laughs> Great. And so what else is going on? Because I know in amongst all of this, it's not like t- starting one new business, it's like starting three. 
Uh, you also talked about doing uh, delivery routes because I know you invested in a van, which came in handy for the market. But it has what's happening with the delivery routes? Um, delivery routes at the moment are they're they're a little bit on hold. We've actually done we've actually done a couple of deliveries this week. One and they're both new. Mm-hmm. Uh, one's to a customer down in Kimmeridge. So mm-hmm. lovely back roads, very small village, um, but an elderly lady who's been isolating, and it was word of mouth, mm-hmm. perfectly. Um, oh, you know, somebody said you'd deliver. Yeah. And another one is a regular customer who, unfortunately, she's she's struggling a little bit health-wise. And I said, look, I said, you, you know I can bring this round to you, don't you? And she went, that would be wonderful. So bless her. We've, I've been around to her twice in, in quick succession. We haven't come up with any set delivery routes as yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think with day-to-day running of the shop and the market, and, <laughs> and I think it's 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 got stuck. Yes. <laughs> and I think what you come across there is something that's really common uh, within business where people go, oh, I want to do that and I want to do that and I want to do that and I want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) you know the ideal scenario, of course, is to stack one layer on top of the other, so that you've got a real solid foundation, and then you put the next element in. And um, in terms of priority, you know what feels right for you there is it is it just to really get this the market solid and understand what's going on there, and then look at the next layer. Yeah, I think for in terms of visibility. Um, if I can get the market up and running mm-hmm. smoothly, get it start it start to get it growing a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, at the moment, the the van is still waiting to be sign written. I've I've managed to get one quote yesterday. I should get another one on Friday. Mm-hmm. But the gentleman I spoke to yesterday, he's a he's a local business in Wareham Town. Mm-hmm. Uh, so well, you know, of course, we'll look after you. If we could we could get it sign written by ten days time, and I'm like, oh, okay. That was quicker than I thought. Mm-hmm. There's no point in, in investing in a van and driving around and nobody knowing who you are. Yeah, because like you say, the most important thing that you're working on in your business right now is increasing your visibility. Yeah. And when we think in that, you know, if you're using that as a container, as the bucket, and you start thinking about all your business activities, what are the ones that you can you you are doing or you can do easily expand into? that are going to increase your visibility to your customers? Yeah, um, I think definitely definitely the market first. And then, as you say, we'll add, mm-hmm. add any other layers on top of that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I've, I've just had confirmation as well that for Swanage Market, went w- was run through the, the winter for the first time last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and a friend of mine who lives in Swanage has just confirmed that they're actually going to COVID, you know, allowing run all the way through this winter, Fantastic. which fortunately Swanage is on a separate day to Wareham. Fantastic. Which could be another good layer. Sure, for sure. And of course, like thinking about that in terms of deliveries and linking having a van out doing a job. You know, like maybe it's the opportunity there for like, I mean, obviously when you're doing the deliveries on the Wareham day, it's not going to make much sense because you're already in Wareham. But I'm um, thinking about Swanage, and which is another um, sort of coastal town. 
where you're passing several villages to get to and uh, it's kind of like a one-way street swanage isn't it once you get to the end that's it there's nowhere else to go it's just (laughs) channel (laughs) (laughs) so whether you might be able to collect some data whilst you're at the markets both of them on people who potentially might value you dropping goods off to them on those specific days Mm -hmm. what does that feel like to you yeah I mean we the the one thing the one thing I've noticed is that most stallholders have a banner around the front of their table because uh-huh. let's be honest, who wants to look at table legs? <laughs> so rather than just ha- if we would invest in just having a banner to go around the front, there's no point in duplicating a company name, but that could be used to advertise a delivery service mm-hmm. um, and a customer order service. Mm-hmm. So that might work quite well. Yes, absolutely. And I love the way you're starting to think now about how can I get the maximum impact for this one investment? So, you know, obviously you're going to have the best time in getting that designed and getting prices for it. But also when it's there, you know, how can I, so dual purposing something, that's really key. (laughs) Good thinking. (laughs) And it sounds so simple and obvious, but, you know, it really isn't. And that is the value of being able to take time out of your business, like you're not actually in the business doing the serving, when you've just got some quiet time for that creative flow to start to come in and you can start thinking really strategically about every move in your business. Yeah, yeah. I've definitely become a converted fan to CEO days. So what else is going on? What else is coming up for you? I know you've been working very hard to get this, uh, you know, the market day sorted out and get that in place. Um, what else has been happening? What else? Not a lot else has been happening, to be honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to say, since since last Wednesday when we did a session, it's like, right, we have to be at the market on Saturday. Everything has largely been keyed around that. Yeah. Which I, you know, I'm the first one to admit, hands up. And unless I'd had, unless I'd had a session with you, I would not have been at the market on Saturday. I would still have been hanging on and hanging on until it was perfect in my head before I even thought about going. I am a huge fan of taking messy action, and uh, and things not being perfect. <laughs> and I'm not sure if this is going to come across on this recording, but they're outside my street. They're laying new asphalt, you know, like tarmac. Uh-huh. <laughs> they didn't announce they were going to do it. They didn't ask my permission. I, outrageous. So I'm really hoping it's not going to interfere with uh, you know, the quality of being people to be able to hear. But can you hear me okay, Kat? Oh, yeah. There's no background <laughs> noise, noise at all. <laughs> I can barely hear myself think. It's hilarious. Oh, bless you. <laughs> but, yeah, I am a big fan of taking messy action because if we wait for things to be perfect, then that is never going to happen. There isn't a day when things are perfect because – we can only take control of a certain percentage of our environment. And, you know, a lot of it is then we're going to hand over. And it's, as a business owner, it's one of those skills which I feel I'm working with quite a lot with clients. Like, okay, well, what bit do I let go of? And how do I let go of it? And, you know, um, it feels really uncomfortable. So, you know, what, what was coming up for you that was making you, like was holding you back from making that decision? Because we talked about, going to market quite early on in some of the sessions that we were doing yeah um what was that there I suppose I suppose you have this picture of how you'd like things to be in your head 
Mm-hmm. And you think, yes, okay, we're going to do X or Y or Z. And you have this little image in your brain. And that's how you want it to be, that perfect little bubble from day one. And suppose you, out of, out of safety, I suppose, you cling on and you think, right, I've got to do this, I've got to do that, I've got to get this ready. And, and until it's all there, you think, oh, no, I can't possibly go because it won't be like that. But, mm-hmm. Well, actually, when somebody gives you the extra push and says, yeah, you can do this, you need to do this, get your acting, you know, get yourself in gear and get going. And when pushed, you think, right, well, we can do this, we can do that, we can use this, we can use that. And mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it happens. And you think, actually, it was nowhere near as bad as I thought. And, yeah, if I'd waited for that perfect bubble to arrive, it would never have happened. Yeah. Um, so, yes. Yeah, that's <laughs> so true. You know, um, a business mentor once said to me, um, you have all the skills and resources you need right now. And I was like, no, 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 I've got to have another qualification. I've got to do that. No, you have it all now. Because even if it's not within you, you do know who, who around you has got it. Or you, you, like you said, you have been able to piece together the pieces of equipment that you needed to make it happen. And what you already had around you, the resources were already there. Yeah, it's, it's a great, it's, I don't know, I suppose it's, it's a safety net and it's a procrastination all at once. Mm-hmm to to wait for that perfect bubble mm-hmm. but yeah if you if you if you can as you say messy progress it's you know you go you do the best and everyone says how great it is and how wonderful it looks and mm-hmm. I mean well, I'm grateful because we had so many lovely compliments on Saturday about how lovely it all looked and all the stuff that we'd taken down but you know it's it's having the trust as well I suppose in in your mentor and in your coach to go yeah she's right she, I know she's right let's go with it mm-hmm. and and it was perfect mm-hmm. I'm so pleased that you got such great feedback because there's nothing that's going to build your confidence in your abilities and in, the, in what you have to offer faster than getting out there and getting the actual feedback immediately like that immediacy and how did it feel when you were there and you finally set up scary really scary but good it's, it really was it what it was like going back to being about five years old your first day at big school it's like oh my gosh and especially when you know David had to leave he'd helped me set up it was just before nine he's all right okay I'm gonna take Harry because Harry of course Harry my dog was with me mm-hmm. um it's all right I'm gonna take Harry we're gonna go up and open I'll I'll message you, I'll ring you, I'll let you know how it's going. It's like, oh my goodness, I'm all on my own. <laughs> it's like, oh. <laughs> um, but you know, everybody we met, every you know, we there were some really lovely people that we met. Lots of stallholders came down to say hello and and if you need anything, just let me know. Um and uh, they they were lovely. And, and some real characters, as you'd expect. <laughs> um, so there's Charlie, who is opposite, who does all the watch batteries. Uh, he's in his 80s um, and treated himself in his 80s to a Range Rover to bring his trailer to the market with a convertible Bentley at home. Because you do when you're that age, because you can. And who cares? And nobody's going to stop you. <laughs> I love I love the idea of all the other business owners supporting one another and getting into that sort of community 
Yeah. And, you know, that's so important, particularly as, um, you know, the CEO of your own business, when you're a leader it can and, and leading a team, it can sometimes feel lonely if you're not getting out to meet other leaders in your business, you know, like within your network. Um, so developing a social network for you as a business leader is as important as obviously increasing your visibility to your customers. Because it's but it's not it's not what you know it's who you know quite often, so it's definitely that thing about how you can help each other's businesses to grow and flourish. But you know, ultimately, we're people, and people are designed to be connected. Yeah, very true, very true. So, how um, much more connected did you feel at the end of the day to your local business network? I mean, it, it was a completely new network, mm-hmm. which was great. Um, you know, we're very lucky at the shop. We've got lovely neighbours. Um, we take parcels for one another. We help out. Um, if there's a big delivery, oh, can I leave you the keys? Um, just let them in and we'll come and get the keys off you later, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So that's lovely. But to be able to open up the doors to a completely different set of contacts and businesses mm-hmm. with an entirely different approach. Mm-hmm. Who are infinitely more experienced in that area than I am is what is lovely. Yeah, that's super exciting to me because what I think is really important um, from terms of that business support is not feeling isolated and siloed, but also, like you say, being able to learn from others who've got experience as you want to expand your business. You're adding an additional layer to your business. So like you say, you've got a whole new range of business contacts. And not only can they help to help support your business from a practical point of view, like you mentioned, the sign writer who's local, but also they could become your customer base as well because, you know, they can refer customers to you. You can obviously be, you know, I'm sure they all need uh, whole foods and health products too. So, you know, it, it's a real win-win situation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's completely... I don't know. I don't think I've quite absorbed it yet. I think it'll sink in a little bit more when I go back this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and having the confidence, you know, bless them, they're all very sweet. And we're sort of hiding behind my table a little bit, thinking, oh, wow, this is all completely brand new. And I'm feeling slightly overwhelmed. <laughs> um, but, the, <laughs> but they were, you know, Cave, who does the flowers, I mean, she made a special effort to come and say hello and introduce herself and, uh, and say, oh, you know, if there's anything you need, just let me know. And, you know, there was two or three people like that that, you know, they could have quite easily not not come over and introduce themselves. So this weekend, you know, I'll have the confidence to go to go and reciprocate, to go, oh, you know, how, how's your week been? And, um, yeah. you know, re- return the, the favour and start to build on that. Mm-hmm. So that'll be really good. And of course, you can start to think about collaborations. I love business collaborations. It's again another fantastic way to exponentially grow your business and increase your business performance through business collaborations. So keep your ears pricked for opportunities to collaborate. I'm already thinking you and Kay might be able to help each other out with some delivery system, particularly for those people who are very isolated and might value some a gift or some flowers. Oh, yeah. Well, oddly, my not oddly at all, but my my colleague David, who helped and and ran the shop on Saturday, um, had been chatting with his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's a fish stall, there's the veg stall, there's our stall. There's a guy who sells 
ordered classes, largely Cypriot kind of stuff. So you've got mm-hmm. proper traditional Turkish delight, a massive range of olives, yeah. um, some nuts. Um, it's like, right, we need recipe cards. If the, if Greenslades had a fish recipe and we had the other bits and the, and the vegetable had the other bits, all of a sudden that's three businesses that could interact. I think I'd probably be probably be putting my neck on the block if I did it too soon. I think I need to be make make better contacts first, and then and then we could work on that, especially during the winter when you know there's not quite the throng of people because it's it's a bit wintry weather and it's it's not summer and people like to spend ages pottering around. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It might really work out really well. Yes, yeah, I love that. A bit like they do in the supermarkets. Are you thinking like, you know, when they do like, when you walk in the supermarket, you know, they have on display like the whole like, this is your dinner for tonight and all the raw ingredients. It's almost like you uh, display that and, and then I may need I may need to visit a supermarket to see it because I don't go. <laughs> <sighs> uh, yeah, they're, they're often putting their, their, their specials together, but they'll have, you know everything from the wine to the raw ingredients, like maybe if it's a spaghetti bolognese, and they have the they'll have the uh, right there as you walk in, you can just grab the entire thing, and then that's kind of your shopping done for the day. Okay, uh, for that meal. So yeah, there's a thought in there. Like the um, oh. was it the dine out for two type schemes as well? You know where you might want to. Yeah, I'm sure okay. there's plenty of ideas you guys could come up with together down there to, like you say, support one another and get people to, to visit all the stalls. You know, like rather yeah. than you know, you get a bit zoned in on, I just want to get this, but actually you want oh, yeah. people to peruse and have that whole experience of being in the market and chatting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we, oddly, we were saying about how people do get completely zoned and, and almost blinkered in the fact that there's, we know, we know there's plenty of people that come into Wareham for the market on Saturday and they'll literally drive in, park as close as they can, go to the market, right, I've done that, and just go home. Mm-hmm. And because they've gone in with a distinct plan, and mm-hmm. on the rare occasion, if I go to a supermarket, that's exactly me. Mm-hmm. Like, have a list, three things: get in, get out, run away. You don't have to go again. Um, so, the it, it's it is interesting that you know the Italian bakery who we were next to mm-hmm. is also literally a couple of doors from our shop. Yes. And what they have discovered is that they've been serving people at, at the market who have gone, oh, I didn't even realise you had a shop in Wareham. Yeah. And so all of that kind of thing. But also, yeah, hopefully if if we could do something that involved the other stalls, they'd think, oh, well, I'll go to that one. Instead of so many people are, are directly focused on, I have to go to the vegetable. Mm-hmm. And then that's all they see and then they leave. Yeah. So, yeah, that could be yeah. really good. Yeah, for sure. That sounds really exciting. And of course, one of the reasons that it came to mind, I know when we were working together very early on, that I thought, Kat needs to be outside. She needs to be collaborating with more people because this is what plays to your strengths. You're so, you know, and I'm sure we've talked about on the podcast before, but for me, one of the reasons I love working with you is because you're so actually interested in connecting people and enriching their life through not just the foods that you supply um and the health the health products but actually just from that whole experience of coming out and speaking to somebody and you like you've said before quite poignantly 
you know, this can be sometimes the only contact that that person has for an entire week. Yeah. And it's really oh, important. Yeah. I think this year has been highlighted more than ever that, you know, the, the actual impact that loneliness can have on people's lives. And um, I think it's fantastic that you have got yourself out there, that you are much more visible um, and that you and the other business owners can really start to create a fantastic experience because, you know, the, the market, like you say, in the middle of winter when the, the rain's coming horizontal, yeah, I'm sure people are going to want to not linger. But yeah. if they can, that experience in life from lingering is so enriched. And I think we all need to linger a little bit longer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, bless them. Perfect point in case. Um one of our customers came yesterday and I mean she's and I'm sure she won't mind me saying she's nearly 90 and I think we are one of the few food shops she goes to Mm -hmm. she walks at least three miles there and back Mm -hmm. in total to come to our shop and she writes a little list because she's so deaf (laughs) you have to shout at point blank range Mm -hmm. Um, but she is so super fit and she writes us a little little list with thank you, Georgie, and a little kiss at the bottom. And it's so lovely. And she always frets that if there's somebody waiting behind her. And we say, look, you know, don't worry. It's fine. Just take your time. Pack your things. We'll sort out your chains. And it'll all be all right. And we'll do it all again in a few days' time. <laughs> um, you know, because she's she's considerate that, you know, people, she doesn't want other people waiting just for her. But it's like, you know what? You're important. You know, you 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 just do your thing and it'll all be OK. <laughs> Absolutely. And you know what, Kat, you're important too. So Thank what, <laughs> what, uh, what are your plans for this weekend? Have you got yourself something sorted out to celebrate on Sunday, which will be your second successful time? at the market um well as as sad and as boring as it might sound i am going to treat myself today and uh, put my first meat order in with our local organic farm whose eggs we already sell Uh because i know the animals are you know really really well looked after they're very very local they're out on the heath Mm -hmm. they care so so much about their animals um so i think you know I understand the ethics behind being vegan and vegetarian, but I also think, you know, we are designed to eat a broad range of food. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to treat myself to uh, an order from them for the first time ever. Um, and I'm going to make the time to make some nice food for a couple of friends on Sunday. Oh, my God, that's so exciting. I love that. <laughs> Because one of the things I'm often encouraging uh, my private coaching clients to do is to live in full alignment. <laughs> you may not have heard this story, Kat, but I like to think that obviously I practice what I preach, but I am human being, so I'm, I'm learning too. And there's many things where I am still surprised after all these years of personal and professional development, I am not aligned. And uh, during the beginning of lockdown, I joined a wine appreciation group on Zoom. And the first week I turned up with a random bottle of wine that was at a price point that I've probably still been been expecting to pay since about the 1980s. And as I read the label, because that was the only way I knew how to understand wine at that point, I know a bit more now, um, (laughs) I realised that, you know, it wasn't fair trade, it wasn't organic, I didn't know anything about the provenance. And I just thought, oh my gosh, my 
you know, I, I buy organic food and I, you know, all this healthy stuff. But when it came to wine, which was supposed to be a luxury item for me, I consider it a luxury item. It's a real treat. Mm-hmm. It's something I use for celebrating. I spent zero time on reflecting how it would align with my values and actually really treating myself. So I am delighted that you have made that special purchase or you're about to make the purchase on, like you say, to buy the meat from, you know, a local producer who, you know, aligns with your values and that you are going to share that with your friends, which, of course, I know is another one of your really strong values about feeling connected and creating a lovely warm ambiance for people, not just your customers, but your friends too. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. Okay, so is there anything else before we go and wrap up the session? Is there anything else I can help you with? I I think we're probably about there for this week. But yeah, that's been brilliant. Thank you very, very much. Fantastic. I think this is one of the occasions I probably haven't sent you along away with a big list of things to do. Um, oh, I don't know. There's a few things I've scribbled down. <laughs> <laughs> so what is your main takeaway from the session today? Um, I should be ringing Helen um, either side of lunchtime. Um, and I will definitely be pursuing the banner for the market. Um, and yeah, definitely cracking on, tracking, tracking the progress of the market better. Definitely developing those new contacts, um, all sorts of great stuff. Great. Yeah, for me, it feels like um, there's been two main themes today. One is about visibility and getting more bang for your buck. So making sure that every point, every customer point, every customer contact point counts. And if you can double up like you've done by now you're in two places at once and soon to be in Swanage as well. That's amazing, that, that, that aspect. And then, of course, Again, getting bigger bang for your buck by being organized. So being strategic and collecting the data, not just in your head where it's going to fill your your head and, and exhaust you, but getting it down and, and giving that to a team member who's jumping at the bit to do exactly that kind of project-specific work. And she's obviously very skilled at working methodically. Um, so I think that's really good. So, you know, organization and visibility, brilliant. Thanks so much, Kat, for coming along today. It's been an absolute pleasure as always. And look forward to catching up with you next week. Yeah, thank you very much. I hope you enjoyed that episode with Kat. We were discussing how she has grown her business and achieved the magic of being in two places at once, just through exploring new avenues for delivering her products to market, literally at the market. Again, she was also talking about um, how she has been able to use her skills and the things that she enjoys, like her love of being outside and connecting with the community, both her community of customers, but also the local businesses that are around her. And that has been a fantastic, that's one of the secrets to successful business ownership is doing more of what you love with who you love every single day. Because when work isn't work, it's when we love what we do. And that is really ultimately for me, that's one of the reasons I wanted to run my own business because I just love connecting with my private coaching clients just like I have with Kat today to help them 
grow their business and uh, get the business performance that they want. But most of all, to build a business and a life that fills you up with love, joy and laughter every single day. So if you would like any help from me, if you feel that you're overworked, overwhelmed and underpaid, then please do get in touch. I'd love to help you transform your business and your life to one that you really love. Remember, do more of what you love with who you love every single day. Until next time, bye-bye. Thanks for listening. If you have enjoyed today's show, I would love it if you'd head over to iTunes and leave me a review. And to show my appreciation, each month I will be randomly selecting one reviewer to win a free coaching call. Simply leave your review for a chance to win. How good is that? <laughs>